Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Downloads. For more sermons, please visit our website. We know you will be blessed as you listen. Take care and God bless. Am I alive? I'm alive. Hallelujah. How are you this morning? Isn't it a wonderful service? You sense a presence here? Well, just drink in that presence. That's what it's about. We come here. We we haven't come to a dead formalism. We've come to receive what the Lord wants to do in our lives. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking of this morning is just asking you, in your life, you must have a scripture, you must have an incident that when you think of it, brings an excitement into your heart. It is, it is a word from God, it's a prophetic word or something like that, that has done something special in your life. And even now as I speak, you can actually think of that word. Amen. Is there anybody here who can identify with that? Yeah. Uh, only a couple. Let me try that again. I'm sure that if you checked in the depths of your heart, you will see that God has already put a deposit there. And that deposit is the foundation for you to deal with things like we, what happened this morning about fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. And the only thing that can conquer fear is the Word of God. And I think you can start with the first slide there for me. Stick it up. Oopsie. You're going to do it here. Ah, the power of the prophetic word. And what it is, is listening to the words of the Lord your God. Now, I ask you the question, because are you listening to the word of God that he has placed in your heart? Are you procrastinating about that? Now, you guys have all heard of my, uh, when we went to America two months ago, and I landed up in hospital in Washington for a day. Lovely doctors, lovely nurses. It was a teaching hospital. And I had lovely fellowship with those people, but I should have been in a church. And while this was happening, all these things around us, the pain, the anguish, and all these things, lead to fear. Gee was Lord, do we need to go back to South Africa? How can I carry on this? But I was saying to Anne, we spoke about it again, there was such an excitement in my heart about going there. It wasn't only about the journey, it was about something that God wanted to do, in, not only in my heart, but in other people's hearts as well. And the result of that, we were able to see a large church and how they function, etc., etc. But then there was a guy who by, through fear, he and his wife have left the ministry for eight years. And with Anne and I ministry to him, they just burst, they, bur- they just wept and just let their hearts go. They had no one to speak to in America. Coming from, South, uh, from Africa, uh, you don't need to know where they're from, and they landed up there, they started this vibrant church, what a, what a, what a big story, and the whole thing collapsed on them and all that. For eight years, they have been turning their, not turning their back on the Lord. They love the Lord. The result of that is a church starting again in America. And if I gave in to fear, if, I gave, if we gave in to fear at that time, and you can ask, and the screams were quite long, you know. The screams were quite long. It was painful. It was fearful. Because the things that happened, you know, you, you try and build all these pictures around it. But you know, through it all, that excitement, that warmth, 
that comes through the Word of God, the Word that God has placed into my heart so many years ago, 45 years ago, when I gave my heart to the Lord through my daughter being raised from the dead, I can't turn around and say it hasn't happened. When I think of that, I, I have such a warmth in my heart when I think how God has dealt with me. And I can stand here 45 years later <laughs> and, and, and share this with you. And I've gone through a rough time now. I'm still, I'm still in, uh, what's it, recession? <laughs> Remission or admission? Somebody's admitted me. I know where I'm admitted to anyway. But you hear where I'm going with that. And, you know, it's the Word of God that carries you through. It is the Word. Now, this whole year, we've had an awesome time in this church, if you guys don't know it, or you're a visitor here, and we've done a discipleship course. And that discipleship course has been busy putting foundation and the Word into you that you might be able to stand. But let me tell you, the battle is going to get harder. I'll give it to you in writing. If you want to read your word, you will see it there. But it's not about the battle that's hard. It's about our God who's bigger than anything else. We confess it. We say, oh, hallelujah. But in your heart of hearts, do you really believe that? Is he the foundation? Is that word the foundation? As you two go to Elias, is that the foundation in your heart that's going to carry you through all those things you spoke about? Because that's the only thing that's going to happen. And that lack of excitement there, we've got to keep it going. We've got to stir up the gift. We've got to fan the, uh, as it says in the word, we've got to fan the flame. And all the time fan the flame. There are times, there are rough times. You know, we've all been there. Uh, curveballs come, but curveballs go. Don't they? The Word, what we've been talking about is uh, the Word. The Word gives us revelation. It, it, out, of the, out of the Word comes the prophecies, and I'm going to speak about these things a little bit later. And authority, the authority that comes being part of a church, being part of a leadership team, uh, being under a leadership team, and the authority that comes from you to go out and do the prophetic thing and all that. And then faith. Faith is so important. You know, the faith upsets the devil immensely. And uh, so that's where we've got to operate. Amen. Joshua 3, verse 9 to 11 in the NIV says, uh, Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen. And my word to you, the prophetic word to you this morning, is come here and listen. Listen to what God wants to do in your heart personally. This is a very deeply personal thing. We talk about having a personal relationship. You need to deal with your personal relationship. It is so important that to the words of the Lord your God. So it's listening to the words of the Lord your God. And we've had a time here, as you know, with the discipleship course, where we've heard and the, the Lord has reinvested and stirred up certain things in our hearts. Amen? Is that your testimony? One, thank you, sir. Anybody else? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there that's had it. And then he says here, this is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you all the Lekalites, the Israelites, no, 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 the uh, Amalekites and all the other kites and all those Okies. You know, you know those guys, yeah. And, and he's, he's going to drive them out. I mean, this is a powerful word for us, and that's an Old Testament word, but, but you pass that through the cross and see what you got. My, you got so much power. And he says, he will certainly drive out all those things. You see, we've spoken about fear, and the challenge was is to get the fear out of our lives. 
Now, either you're going to believe that God has got your attention this morning and said, come on, guys, get this fear out the way and start stepping across that line. Start believing in me and my anointing. Start believing in the cross and all that I've done for you. Start believing and taking, taking uh, uh, hope in all that, that has been done. As you guys go too, they're going to, I just sense that you're going to have some glorious times. But there's going to be some, some stuff. You know, you, you, you know, some stuff. And the devil's going to try with this stuff, but the Lord's just going to put up his hand. And as you walk into this, it's going to happen. Amen. Right. See, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into Jordan ahead of you. Jesus Christ has gone ahead of you. And I'll speak about that just now. Uh, I'll expound on that a little bit a bit later. You see, I'm listening to Steve, he's, te- he's got me going on sermons and all sorts of things. <laughs> this is instruction for warfare. 1 Timothy 1.18, Timothy, my son. Oh, Paul loved Timothy. And he says here, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. Thank you for that prophetic word. We're going to fight that battle well. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. We're going to fight that battle well. I've got an extra amen there. I think this, this requires a total hallelujah. Amen. His power's here. Come on. This is for Mora. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Holding on to faith and good conscience. Holding on to your faith. Holding on to what God has done. That's why I challenge you, not challenge you, asked you this uh, right in the beginning. What are those things that, that, that get, you know, just get you going? It's so warm. It's, it's there. You, you, you can sit quietly and you can feel that presence. And that presence is with you all the time, 24-7. So exciting, huh? And he says this, with, uh, which some have rejected and so have suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. And Paul goes on about some guys that were coming in with false doctrines and all sorts of weird and wonderful things. And they had to give them the left boot of fellowship or the right boot of fellowship. Who knows? But they had to get out the way. The supernatural is, is communicated by prophecies. It's communicated by prophecies. This morning, the supernatural was communicated to us in this environment. This, this environment was created for us to come together to celebrate God's goodness and all that he has for us. Amen. And we have seen again that he has not forgotten us. He has reminded us very, very pointedly. There was another word I was trying to think of, but anyway... The New Testament, NT, New Testament, indicates either a bibli- the biblical prophecies of the Old Testament or present revelation given by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, you can read that yourself as homework. So he takes the Old Testament, uh, Isaiah 61, for the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And we've, we see that in the New Testament. So we pass all this through the cross, and here we have this amazing anointing that is there. When we, when we look at the scripture that, uh, that I use in the beginning, okay, listen to the words of the Lord. That hasn't stopped. We're still listening, but it's now a deep sense of relationship, uh, comradeship, whatever you want to, want to say there. And then we go to, we go to, 
uh, this is a prep for war in the heavenlies. How's your battle going? How's your war going this morning? And I think that was a challenge to us from the Holy Spirit. How's your war going? Are you winners or you losers? You know? You know, the devil is a loser man. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> eh? He's a loser man. Come on. Eh? Yes. Come on. You got it. Eh? So, if your battle's not been going too good, I know by the end of this meeting, you are going to be changed because of what the Holy Spirit has done. Not Bill Brain, anybody else. The presence has done it. The presence has done it. The presence is here to heal, to live, and to set us free, guys. Come on. You know, God gave me a prophetic word long ago. The hands upon the sick, they will recover. Then he confirmed it. Last year, I picked it up again, and I started warring with that word. And I, that's why I called up so many people. He says, if I touch people, they will be healed. And things will start happening. So I'm prepared. I will touch anybody who needs healing. I will pray for anybody who needs healing because of that prophetic word, and it comes straight from heaven to send his life and his anointing to other people. Just a little thing. Amen? Amen. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. How's your war going? Mine's going fine. Prophecy affirms with authoritative backing. I touched on it a little bit. Your backing for speaking out the word is the word that has been placed in you and the leadership that you've been placed under right now. As you submit to the leadership, that authority just grows and grows and grows. And God opens doors and lets you go. But the authority comes from the authority you place yourself under. If you're not under, I don't know where you are. If you hear what I'm saying. You see, that gives you confidence. That gives you confidence. I have all the confidence in the world, not because of me, but because of where I'm at to go and preach and do those things that I need to do and to go and call in. I had four calls to go into Africa two weeks ago. Hey, Anne? And, you know, you sit here, you're, going, you're you know, going through this healing process. Are you healed? But, yeah, I'm healed. Yeah, just give me a bit of time, China. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting there. You know that the, that the Lord gave the doctors a wisdom and an insight to deal and to heal all sorts of things. My, it's not finished. I've got to go again in a month's time. So what? So what? It's not about me. It's about getting in there and doing what God has called me to do the best way I can do it, besides the screaming and the oopsies with the scalpel of the doctor, you know. Oopsie, come on. Ah, It helps when you switch this on, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. Inspired by these prophecies, Timothy could successfully fight. When you look at the story of Timothy and, and the, the prophetic word, you know, when Paul spoke, as, uh, reminded him of the prophetic word, Paul spoke as authority, as an as a, uh, apostle, but also under the authority of the guys in Jerusalem, the board at Jerusalem, the, the, the apostleship that was in Jerusalem, or whatever you want to call it. And he knew, and he reminded, he reminded Timothy, he said, Timothy, remember those words. Timothy, those are going to carry you through. Church, this morning, listen to the word of God. Listen to what he has put into your heart. Listen to those things. Those are what's going to carry you through. They carry you through hospitals. They carry you through anything. Does it nullify the word? Oh, oh you're not healed. I am healed. I know where my healing lies. 
and is in the cross, firmly in the cross. And that's why I would say to people, go back to Calvary. Go back to the cross. Study the cross. We have a time this year in discipleship to go back and to get to grips with all these things that are so powerful that will carry us through no matter what and deal with the fear. And then we will roar like lions. I'm not very good at that, but anyway. Okay, okay. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. Hey, this is, this, these are military terms he's talking about. Fight the good fight. Oh, you, I'm a Christian man. I just don't fight. Eh? Well, listen, it's not about fighting. As somebody said here this morning, flesh and blood. It's principalities and powers in high places. Guys, it's not about people. There are two worlds. When I was in Germany and I had this experience with the Lord and he showed me the two worlds. He said, that's the world as it is, but that, this is a different world that we are in here. Huh? And we cross over. The only way we can stop crossing over is filling us with a word that will penetrate our minds so we know the road we are working at. And that takes time. But you see, the determination comes in your heart. When you think of that warmth that I spoke about, and the word is God, Oh Lord, I need to know more. Oh Lord, I need to go and study. Oh Lord, I need to do I need. I want more of you, more of you, more of you, more of you. We can't have enough of him. A couple of heads going. Say it again, we cannot have enough of him. He is so special. He looks after, cares for us, etc. Remembering and responding to these earlier prophecies, Timothy could recapture the spiritual excitement. And that's what I, I want to challenge you on this morning, is recapturing that spiritual excitement that is in your heart. Do you know that the word that God has placed in your heart the experience that you have gone through, every single one of you sitting here is for a purpose, is to share that with somebody else, is to prophesy that with somebody else, and to give it out. We're not there to take on and to get just fatter and fatter and fatter, like if you have too much KFC, you know, like that, or too little KFC like me, and you go like that. You hear what I'm saying? Don't get fatter with this thing. You've got to find the reality, and I'm going to speak about that now. Now, Spiritual excitement, write that down. Pick up your spiritual excitement. Stir up the gift which is in you. Prophecies point forward. They're always pointing forward. If we go into one of my favorite verses is Acts 13. The Holy Spirit said, the Holy Spirit sent, and filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit, they went forward. So they responded to the word of God that came through the Holy Spirit. Remember what I said earlier on? Hey? The Lord uses, uh, the Holy Spirit uses Old Testament to speak to you now. And he also uh, uh, uses the voice of other people. And we get all spooky. Oh, that's not the Lord. Well, if, God, if, if somebody says, that, brother, you've got to go. You better get up and go. You know what I'm saying? As simple as that. I mean, it's, you know, where do I find go in the Bible? It is there if you look hard enough. So I was going to say something else there, but I The early Christians acted on revelations, supernatural communication from God. I think you'll agree with me that we've had a supernatural communication here this morning. Amen? Through the prophetic. Supernatural communication. Pick it up. Pick it up. Make it part of you. Listen to it. Don't leave here as I was at church today. Oh, so lacquer, let's go and have a party now. 
No, no, yeah, that's, that's all part of it, and we need to enjoy our lives, and I'm not saying anything about that. But don't forget what God is wanting to do in your heart this morning. We are here because He wants to do something different. I must actually start getting used to look reading up there. I've got my long glasses short. <laughs> yeah, my binos. Best exemplified by Acts 13, I said that, where we read that the Holy Spirit said, in context to prophets. In context to prophets. So when you get up, or you can all prophesy, and I'm not going to go into that right now. Response to prophecy, God's word, equals a divine flow and a presence. Divine flow and presence. Now, some people say, oh, yeah, I didn't feel anything, everything. Well, where's your faith, China? I mean, you know, when the prophetic is there, you respond to what the Lord is saying. And the, the feelings and all those things will come. We don't, we're not after that. We're after getting out there and doing what God has called us to do. Faith in the Word. Uh, concerning a right understanding, uh, combining a right understanding of Christ with a proper response to that understanding. A right understanding of Christ. I challenge you on that just now. Do you have a right understanding of what happened on the cross? Have you seen the power that is manifest on that cross for us 2,000 years ago? We are standing now, we're believing now, we're seeing all these things. Do you really believe in that? Huh? Or is it an excitement that comes as you think of the cross and all that Christ has done for you and set you free? That you don't have to have all this guilt and unforgiveness that comes our way. And I think there was other little ho-hos that I spoke about here this morning. We don't need to give them any, any place. Proper understanding. And that's with discipleship. This is what we're doing this for. Must produce good works, not religious platitudes. You know, when you study church history and you go right to the beginning, and I haven't got time to go into all the things, and you know, 300 AD, the devil joined the church and everybody has been religious ever since. And doing all sorts of things to try and get to the Lord. And all the Lord is saying is, all I want is relationship with you. All I want is that breakthrough with you. All I want is, is, is reality. And so many people have moved away from the reality. So many people feel if I do this, I'm going to be accepted, or I do that, I'm going to be accepted. And, you know, I, I've been looking, I've been reading a book by Theo um, Warren Peace, but his book he wrote on the... Tolstoy. The one he wrote about the kingdom of God within us. And when I started off and I saw what he wrote about the uh, Catholic Church, and please, I'm not here judging, he, he made a very valid point. The Catholic Church, the Orthodox Church, the other churches, and how they try to, to get people bound into systems. And that if you're not part of that system, you're not, you're not going to get it. And the, the, the persecution that came, the bloodshed that came through all that stuff, the wars that have been fought through all that stuff right through the ages. And I think the Lord is calling us now to be a people of power and a people of faith and to walk the line and to be an expression of His love. No ways are we called to judge anybody. That's God's prerogative. We are here to love Love, love. And we've got to step out of faith every day and love even the unlovable. And let's be quite honest, some unlovables are going to confront you. What are you going to do? 
Are you going to respond to the word or are you going to respond to your own desires and everything? You know, it's so easy to do it because you have values that you carry in your own heart right now. You can't put those values on other people. Otherwise, you just become another Pharisee. Thank you, Steve. Steve got it. It Was Was it Terry? Oh, sorry, I thought it was Steve. Sorry. Agree. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. But, but, but you, you know, we become part of the problem. We're not part of the problem. We are part of the answer. But you see, there's a determination that we need to make. We need to go according to the... We need to, you know, we, we, you, hear, you hear preachers, and I preach that all the time. We need to stand on the Word. But, but there's much more to just having to stand on the Word. The reality of what Christ has done. And you've heard me say it time and time again. It's that position of peace and rest. That's where you find him. And you say, well, how can I find it in this world? Well, if you've got him there, you have that position. You just need to enter. You need to push yourself in. And it's discipleship that counts. Okay. No religiosity. Paul was uh, reminded Timothy of truth Timothy, Timothy had previously heard. So I, I spoke about that earlier on. I don't see anything about that. Discipleship consists not of bringing new ideas forward, but of imparting tested, tried principles which we often forget and neglect. And then the Holy Spirit comes this morning and says, Come on, guys, get rid of that fear. Start roaring like a lion. Because we neglect sometimes, we forget who we are in Christ. We forget that we are mighty warriors. It's God who trains my hands for battle and my arm to bend a bow of bronze. And if you go to 1 Samuel 22 and you see um, David's generals, and I love that one story of the one general who got up up and and slew. Slayed or slewed? Slew. (laughs) Slaughtered. (laughs) Good, better one. 800 people with a sword. He he was so, and the sword speaks of the word. He, He was so powerful and the anointing was there that his hand melted into the sword. He and the sword were one. And if you pass pass that through the cross, that's where we should be, with the Word of God. This is why the the, the Holy Spirit brings in a discipleship teaching right through the church, that you'll be solid in the Word and be able to fight and and know your position as far as the the armor of God. I mean, that's it. That's a, your attacking whip. We've got the shield of faith. Keep your shield up. And I think that's about it, isn't it? I'm going to read a last scripture. She was Steve. I've gone over a little bit. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't God good? You know, there might be some of you that have come in here today and something has happened, you, you just sense a stirring in your heart and you feel you want to know more about Christ. I urge you, before you leave here, please come up the front here. Steve is here, the other leaders are here. And not only that, the other people are here who would come and stand with you and just come and, st- whatever your case may You might be going through a rough time and you realize that the answer to this is what I'm talking about, the cross. He died for you. Salvation is for you. Forgiveness is for you. All those beautiful things that we need all the time. He has compassion and mercy upon you. Just respond to it and trust God to do the rest. Amen.
Fight the good fight of faith. 1 Timothy 6. And I've got my reading glasses this time. I never forgot them. So I'm not getting as old as you thought I was. Huh? But as for you, O man or woman of God, flee these things. Now above that, he's talking about all sorts of nasty chokhwas. I don't want to talk about that now. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight, guys. Pick up your sword and go for it. You're not fighting people, but those principalities. You, you heard of a, of, of a walk through town on Thursday where we can go in and just be a blessing to other people. Not all these spooky guys that come and want to do all sorts of weird things and talk. The people want reality. People want to hear the answers to their problems. And if you're getting all spooky and religious about it, it's not going to happen. Sorry, I was going to read the word there. Eh? Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life. Now, some of you might be sitting here and you think, yes, eternal life. I don't really know about that. Well, my challenge to you again, if, if, you, if that's you, please come up here and we'll help you to speak about eternal life and what it means to get eternal life. Okay. To which you were called. <laughs> See, you're called to eternal life. Isn't that wonderful? And about which you made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, he's talking to old Timothy, his mate. I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made a good confession. How's your confession this morning? Hmm? And when, it must come from that, remember I spoke about that excitement, that warmth, that, that is there. That's where it must come from. It must bubble out. It must bubble out of that all the time. He says, good confession, to keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, this morning we've had a fantastic time. We, we've worshipped, we've, we've experienced your presence, we've experienced your word to us, and we've just sat here and we've just looked at all these principles. Now you know who's here, Lord, and you know what needs to happen in their lives. And I just commit every single person into your hands right now. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll just come upon them now in a special way, that you'll touch them, Touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their circumstances, touch everything that needs to be touched. And bless them with your presence. And those that have that question mark, Lord, I pray for a boldness to come up and roar like a lion with us in the front here. And to have faith to come forward. So Lord, I commit them all into your hands. Thank you very much, Lord, for what you've done this morning. Thank you, Steve, for the opportunity. There we are. Amen. Thanks, Paul. Well, you've heard the word. Just a reminder, Thursday morning, public holiday, you'd normally go to work. If you don't want to come to the breakfast at 8, just come at 9 for the march. If you can't do the whole march, do a part of it, pray, sit in your car. I think it's a good opportunity to make a statement on Thursday. So be encouraged. Now, three of us turn out with banners. It's going to make a statement. But if there's a handful of us, it says something else.